Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Hey there, folks. How are you? It's the uh, Thursday edition of the podcast. Audio exclusive, as the Thursday podcast Almost always is. I think maybe I've done the video uh, version two, maybe once or twice. But um, yeah, I I missed last week's Thursday edition of the podcast because it was Thanksgiving. And uh, dear Lord, it's honestly hard to believe that it was Thanksgiving a week ago. 2018... I don't know, folks, because in some ways, 2018 seems like the longest year of my life, and then other times it seems like it's it's flown by just like that, and I, I suppose it's like that every year, but especially in, in 2018, like I, uh, like I was talking to a friend about, um, something that happened. No, I know. I went out for, uh, so I went out for Christmas at the end of last year. And then we were, we were talking about something that we did when I was out there for the new year. So I, I, I went back to Denver for Christmas slash new year and uh, stayed there, but this event happened this year. I can't remember what it was. It was a party. Anyway, I said something to my friend, something along the lines of, "Oh yeah, I remember a few years ago when that happened, and um, you know when we went to that party or whatever." And my friend goes, "No, dude, that was just at the beginning of this year." And um, as I began thinking about it, I realized, holy crap, he's right. 
I guess a better instance would be I, I took a marine biology class uh, last semester in January. And uh, obviously that was last semester. But it feels like I took that class like two or three years ago some days and that was a that was a probably because that class was like a real long class to you know it was long and it was painful so it probably felt like years I'm taking the same professor this semester uh, in another science course by the way I like him he's a great professor he's awesome he's just very you know He's one of those teachers that is very uh, demanding, yet you have a good time in the class, but it's been two very long semesters because of that. And I think because of that, sometimes, you know, sometimes the long semesters feel like they stretch into multiple years. So I think that's a bit of what I'm kind of feeling. But, um, anywho, that's, uh, so it's been a long year in 2018. That's not the only reason why I'm, I'm ranting. I'm also coming on because I want to talk to you guys about the podcast specifically. As many of my regular listeners know, uh, I've been podcasting for the last 10 years total since 2008 um, and I've if you want to hear my whole story about podcasting uh, back in March I did a two-part 10th anniversary show so go listen to that but anyway I've, I've been doing podcasting for a long time right and when I started the podcast Ten years ago, I was into politics, and I, I still am, obviously. Um, but I've noticed this year, especially, the podcast has really evolved more. It's still political, but and it's still pop culture. But I also do long form discussion and long form interview in, interviews about multiple topics, and I've noticed that that, that that's you know, that the podcast has really morphed and grown and evolved in a, in a great direction. But I got an email the other day, or no, I got a text message from a friend of mine who listens to the show. Um, I met this person through a forum uh, where I was promoting the podcast and he and I got to know each other and we've been chatting but he texted me the other day I don't want to use his name but you know who you are if you're listening to this and he said Sam I've been listening to a lot of your stuff lately and your podcast has really inspired me to be a better person. And 
and you make me want to be a better man. Now, folks, I, I'm not feigning generosity, but when I read that text, I was quite honestly blown away. For multiple reasons. The, the first one is that this podcast, when I started podcasting, it was a political podcast. It was just me ranting when I was a teenager about the political state in the world. And I'm very outspoken on my views, as many of you know. And I wasn't really looking to do a, a motivational podcast either. Like uh, When I started this, my whole purpose was to basically try and become the next Rush Limbaugh. But then the podcast slowly evolved. And over the years, I started making this. I still do political commentary, but I also started making this more of a personal journal which I've noticed is what the Thursday episodes are becoming, quite honestly. My personal journal, so to speak. So I never intended it to start, and I, I never thought that, you know, I would inspire someone just from a podcast, particularly... Um, because that wasn't my that wasn't my intention, that wasn't the gig. My intention was to just speak my mind and see where this podcasting thing goes when I was a teenager. I didn't expect it to work out for a year, let alone ten. I I think though you know, so I was processing that today, but then about an hour or two ago, I was really thinking on what else hit me. The other thing that really hit me is that this person who texted me is the same age I am, or pretty close. And folks, I'm, I'm 23 years old. And yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, brag, but people have said that in a lot of ways, I'm... I seem more mature than a lot of my peers, a lot of my fellow millennials. And I try to be. I, I think I've definitely... I've had circumstances in my life that have definitely forced me to be mature in my life. I have a physical disability. I'm in, I'm in a wheelchair, as many of you know. And that has, you know, forced me to grow up faster, to stick up for myself, to, you know, be more mature, to be independent, you know. I've always had a drive. I've always been a pretty good self-motivator, although I've needed a swift kick in the ass a few times. 
My point being, though, is I'm 23. I'm still trying... I'm still trying to figure my shit out. I'm, you know, for, for people think I have a handle on life. That I know completely what I'm doing because, you know, I, I dress nicely and I have a good image and I've had a, you know, a moderately successful podcast. And, okay, let's just say that that's true. I don't, I will say I'm successful in the, in the sense that, you know, I've had successes, but I don't think I'm there yet, so to speak. I'm not the Joe, I'm not at Joe Rogan's level of podcasting. I'm not at Mark Maron's level. I'm not at Gary Vee's level. I keep pushing myself, and I love podcasting. It's, you know, it's my passion. It's my life passion, and I'm blessed that Anchor has finally, as both a distribution platform, you know, first of all, as a, distri- as a distribution platform alone, Anchor is amazing. And I'm not just saying that because they're now one of the sponsors of, sponsors of the show. I mean that. They really are awesome. And the fact that I'm now able to monetize the show through them and through Patreon is awesome. That's not the, that's, that wasn't the end goal. That wasn't the sole reason why I started the podcasting way back when. When I started podcasting, no one knew what it was. I just liked it because I like audio and I like talking to people and I like long-form conversations. But my point being is I'm still trying to figure this thing out. I've screwed up just as much as some other people have. You know, I'm I'm not perfect. I try and be the first to admit it. I've had hardships in my life. You know, I've I've been I've had my high moments and I've had my, my very low moments in my life. I've had some moments I'm extremely proud of. I've had moments I'm not proud of. I, I try and be the best I can be, but I'm still flawed. And yes, I do put on a persona sometimes. I do put on a theatrical, you know, radio uh, personality sometimes, but I, I, I do that, but I also try and be genuine. I try and do a mix of the two. And I think that's why people like the show, if I do say so myself. But also, also, you know, to those of you who are saying that, you know, I'm inspiring you to be better, it's not just this one person. I've received similar message, you know, I, I really appreciate it, I, I really do, like I said, that wasn't my intention when I started the show, but wow, I'm honored, but I'm still trying to figure out my life too, 
I'm still growing and learning too as a, as a 23 year old. I'll, I'll be 24 in um, January. And I believe that God, I believe that God blessed me with podcasting. One thing that not a lot of people know is that in addition to being in a wheelchair, I was never supposed to walk or talk or even roll over when I was born. And yet God provided a speech therapist when I was two that taught me to learn how to talk. And I know that sometimes my speech pattern is a little stuttery, somewhat when I'm not organized. Although right now I'm completely just freestyling it. But when I tell people that I was never supposed to talk, they're, they're stunned. And that was all God's blessing. And I really believe that God was the one who put me on the path for podcasting. And I'm so very grateful. You know, I didn't do a Thanksgiving show last week. And I wasn't really intending to do to do this, but, but I guess here it is now. I'm very thankful for my family, particularly for my mother and father. My mother was the one who found all the therapies I needed, and my dad was the one who provided the money to pay for it, even after my parents got divorced. I'm extremely thankful for, you know, everyone, all my mentors and all my therapists and all my teachers who have helped me out. I'm especially grateful for my friends, some of whom who, who have appeared on the podcast and those who haven't, too, you know, Luke, who you've heard from, I've known him for close to 20 years. Oh, Ryan, my, uh, my friend who I really became friends with this year, he's my brother in Christ, and so is Luke. And my friend Ty, who hasn't appeared on the podcast, but he's a great guy. And I'm thankful for the audience members of this podcast, the ones who have tuned in for almost every episode. And I'm thankful for the new listeners, too. Look, I get that politics might not be your thing. I get that you might not agree with me. I am I am expanding the profile of this this podcast obviously it's going to remain somewhat political but I I really do enjoy kind of this free form slash deep discussion format so I'm going to be doing a, a lot more of that in 2019 
So I try and be genuine with this podcast, but I also never apologize for my view on things. And I, I never will. Unless my opinion changes, which I'm, I'm always open to that. Unless my opinion changes on something and I'm deeply convicted about that opinion change, I'll never apologize for something I've said. But I also am very open to other viewpoints and whatnot. <coughs> and I and I think ironically when you do a political podcast like I do, and I've noticed that right wingers tend to get stereotyped a lot more as being closed minded. I, I don't know why, because I've met some I, I have met some closed-minded conservatives, but I've also met very closed-minded liberals as well. And I think the two extremes, you know, whether it be the alt-right or the far-left Antifa freak crowds, they're, they're both two sides of the same evil coin, as we've discussed, and they're the loudest voices uh, right now. They're the ones that the mainstream media keep covering, and that's why I love podcasting too. The independent voices like myself can really come out of the woodwork and, and show that we're capable of having strong vocal opinions, but that we're also open to hearing diverse thoughts and diverse opinions and covering diverse topics with people we might not necessarily agree with, but that we still respect. You know, people think that the world is, that Americans can't communicate with each other anymore. Well, Joe Rogan, you know, has the number one podcast, arguably, and he talks to all sorts of different people. Long-form communication and long-form media like podcasting is, I believe, going to be the future. I'm not blowing smoke up my own ass because I'm a podcaster. But, you know, video is so short now. You know, so is Instagram. We live in a world where we consume so much of our media in a millis, you know, in seconds. And I believe that that has contributed to the outrage culture that we now find ourselves in. And yes, I know, you know, I'm I'm a talking head. I I I do get I I'll, I will say this too. I do get outraged sometimes. Um but when I get outraged, it's never because I'm trying to be theatrical with outrage. Sometimes I'll do like a parody of, sometimes I'll do like satire of outrage or something. And I, I always make it pretty clear when I'm doing a satire of that or when I'm doing comedy. And I, I love to do comedy and humor and even sometimes dark humor on the podcast too, as my listeners know. But when I'm outraged, generally outraged, you know, I, I, I show it. It's in it. 
but it's not all the time either because I don't believe outrage, being permanently outraged, is a good state. And I don't, I realize some people do it for theatrics. That's not my gig. That's, you know, it's not, I believe that even if you start doing the, uh, outrage all the time for theatrics, eventually it's going to, to bleed into your personal life. And I'm not throwing shade here, but I do believe that that is one of Alex Jones's big things. You know, he agree with him or not, and I, I, as I've said before, he's right about some stuff, much to some people's chagrin, and he's wrong. He's wrong on other things, and people say, well, he's just passionate. But screaming about the Illuminati and about the New World Order for 20 years, I don't know if he genuinely always believed everything he sold. I don't know if that was always the case. But I will say this. I believe that now he, he believes in all his own conspiracy theories. And I can tell you this, I, uh, people are going to, to lambast me. I know I, I know I have a couple diehard Alex Jones, Jones fans who are listeners of the podcast, and I love you guys as listeners, but I'm, I'm sorry. But I have to say that Joe Rogan is absolutely right. You know, Alex is not necessarily in the healthiest of state right now. And, yeah, he does drink during broadcasts all the time. And I've, I've had beers on the podcast, too, but never. Um, you know, I don't, I don't drink on the podcast as a habit either. It's just the outrage, the outrage culture will drain you, man. It will drain you. Not just, and I'm, when I say man, I'm not talking to Alex. I'm just talking about in general. So, you know, be passionate, be theatrical, talk about topics you care about. That's my best advice for the new podcasters out there and the, the anchor podcast community, the people I've found who are listening to this. Be genuine. Don't be afraid to go outside your comfort zone. But don't be afraid to be expressive of who you are either. And that's who I love. That's why I love the podcast community. And that's why I love this audience. And uh, like I said, I'm just so damn blessed to have been able to do this for as long as I have. And uh, I just have to say, I'm not stopping anytime soon. I, I, you know, as long as I am on this earth and capable of doing so, and that could be 75, 80 more years, 
God willing. But it could all end tomorrow. This podcast, and more specifically deep episodes like this, would be the ones that I'm most proud of. So folks, as always, thank you for listening to the uh, Thursday edition of the show. I will be back on Saturday for the uh, video show. We've got a lot to cover in terms of uh, politics. Especially, I know a lot of you guys are tweeting me about the whole Laura Loomer thing. And I'll get to that. I might do a Periscope on that tonight if you're listening to this on Thursday somehow. Although it's 11.30 Eastern Time already, so I don't know. Most of you will probably listen to this on Friday. But, you know, regardless, that'll be one of the topics for this weekend's show. We'll talk about other things as well. And it'll it'll be good. I might have uh, Orion returning to the, to the podcast this weekend, but I don't know yet. I've got a couple guests uh, that are interested in coming on the show for 2019. We just haven't nailed down the dates yet, but those will be coming soon. So in a way, folks, as I said, thank you for listening to the show. God bless, and God save this great nation. Thank you for listening to the Whitfield Report.